One of the things that we look at in this system is always being comprehensive in terms of psychology and personal development. And the reason behind this is blind spots. We all have them. And no matter how much you use tips and techniques, it never covers the blind spots. If you're listening to this episode, you must have studied some form of NLP or psychology in the past or come across the term frames. We've talked about this extensively in this podcast already. Essentially, a frame is putting a frame over something. Once you put a frame around a picture, suddenly the picture is complete. So if you want to complete a picture of who you are, then you can put yourself in peak state just simply by using some NLP tools or other techniques. And then you frame it. That's who you are. Suddenly you've got this new frame that I am now incredibly successful. I'm confident you've worked up the attributes that you want. And then you go about displaying these behaviors. And it often has mixed results because it always or almost always makes the individual feel better. It does improve many interactions, but we live in a world full of multiple systems and band-aid techniques just don't work. As powerful as framing yourself is, if that's the only tool in your toolbox, then you're going to get unstuck. And the case in point is, say you're having an interaction with somebody, you framed yourself as being powerful and confident, the interaction's going pretty well from your perspective. Again, it's from your perspective. Maybe it is going well from the other person's, maybe not. But let's say for argument's sake, it is going well. And then you move into another realm where you're in a discussion with, say, somebody who's really a high-level superior. Now, chances are you've got this wonderful frame and it's working well for you, but if you haven't worked on framing other people, then you're going to run into big problems. Tools like framing utilize the unconscious but rely on the conscious modalities. In other words, you have to focus on framing in order to make it work. But what happens if you come up to a situation where unconsciously you are overwhelmed, uncomfortable, or whatever? Now, you're in this situation, you're with somebody, they're at a higher level than you, for lack of a better term, and now you're suddenly feeling less resourceful. And as such, you overcompensate. You act more polite. You act overly friendly. You act like you're maybe even a little bit apologetic. Now think about human dynamics. We all tell people how to treat ourselves. If you see somebody and they're walking around and really happy and smiling and making people laugh and they're genuinely sincere, they're not faking it, and chances are, then people are just going to be attracted to that sort of person. That's a popular personality type, the people magnet. Now, if you have somebody who's walking around and they've got their head down, they're really shy, they're keeping away from people, then that person is going to be the opposite. Now, if you have somebody who walks around and every time they bump into someone, they say, oh, I'm so sorry, or when someone bumps into them, they apologize profusely, then the person they've bumped into is going to look down at that person and say to themselves, what's this guy doing? I, it was my fault that I bumped into him and he's apologizing. So subsequently, 
the poor guy who's apologizing for being bumped into will have just given the directions to the other person on how to be treated. In other words, they will be treated like crap. Now, if you stop and think about this for a second, why does this happen? Because if somebody is really kind and really polite, you would think that that person is a really great person. You should just reciprocate the politeness that they've shown you. And if the whole world was kind and loving, then that's probably the best way that we could all function. But whether it's because there's deep, dark hearts and underneath the person who's overly apologetic is hiding their other hand, their secret hand, their darkness within, or whether we're just trained as humans to treat people as they tell us to treat them, it doesn't matter. The thing that matters is to accept things for the way they are and then to utilize them. And most importantly, making sure that you're not being used when all you're trying to do is being kind. And there's a whole other episode in looking in intentions, whether you're being polite because you are just totally full of love and your world is perfect and you've created the dream life that you love, or whether you do it because you want the other people to treat you better, kind of slightly manipulative, not necessarily Machiavellian, or maybe it is, but whatever it is, making sure that you're coming from a true place. So far, we've tackled framing, and we've talked briefly about the idea of framing, framing yourself to be in the most positive place possible. Again, this is a great thing, but in isolation, it has many blind spots. It lacks comprehensive utility. And that's where we extend our framing into the world, whether we frame the whole world as a place full of loving people who love and care for us, and if they don't, then they are having a bad day or have their own problems, as in it's not your fault. Or perhaps you frame many people and you say, well, all my workmates are absolutely great people. All the people that I work for are also caring. Whatever it is that makes things work better will be useful in terms of framing. And speaking of making things better, let's upgrade this just a little bit further. Instead of framing yourself as being confident and framing yourself as being resourceful in interactions with other people, we can look at elevating other people. Because when you elevate somebody, then they have a standard to live up to. So if you have say, a problem, and you're with somebody else, somebody who could potentially fix the problem, maybe they're in the service industry, and if you just ask them to fix it, chances are that you may be successful, maybe you're not, depending on the interactions. But let's say that you're in a very specific situation. Let's say, for example, you're getting your computer fixed, and you go into the store and you say, look, I've been to a whole heap of other stores. I've been unsuccessful in getting my computer fixed in the past. And everyone I spoke to said that you're the guy who can fix computers when it really gets hard. And from that, you've just told the person that their reputation precedes them as the problem solver. Now it's up to them to step up to fix the problem. Now, of course, in this situation, there's other multi-factors that you have to think about. For example, if you've told them that your computer is incredibly hard to fix, 
be sure that it is first, otherwise they're probably going to charge you a premium. But you get the idea and how it could be transferred to many different situations. I've heard of somebody using this when they went to this crazy busy city where there was no hotels and the guy went up to the person at the service desk and said, look, I am in a real spot. I don't have anywhere to stay. And I hear that all the hotels are booked out. But I've been told that you're the guy who can fix it. If anyone can find a solution, it's going to be you. And this hotel was completely booked out. And it turns out that the hotel manager went on to find a boardroom, turned it into a bedroom complete with a kitchenette, with a bathroom, with everything that he needed. And he solved that problem simply by elevating that person to that level so they had that standard to live up to. So now, think about what you know about framing, how framing puts a frame around a situation, a person, or an experience. Think about what we've talked about with elevating people. Now think about how you could elevate yourself with framing. Not simply pump yourself up, but elevate yourself to that frame. This is where you have to really reconsider what's important to you. Then you can go about elevating other people to the level they need to be. And you can notice something, when you're elevated and the other people are elevated, it's synergistic. Everything works well. Now you get to the situation where you're with the VIP. You're suddenly elevated, you've elevated the VIP and you're on equal footing. But it's important that you consciously elevate the VIP, even though unconsciously they're already elevated because once you elevate them to a level, then unconsciously they're kind of forced to reciprocate it. And that is where interactions become amazing. That's where life goes on cruise control. And that is where you can start to really take care of many things just by tweaking a little simple tool like framing. So if you like what you hear, stick with me because as I said, you need to address self-help, personal growth from a 360 degree mindset. Change all things, examine all things, have that huge paradigm shift. And from that standpoint, then you can move to change things at a comprehensive level where on the other side, you have integrity and authenticity. If you want more information, check out my book, Personal Upgrade or Attract Love, Repel Hate, both available from Amazon, and I'll see you on the next episode. Game over.